Hello, Vitamizers. Welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast. I'm Allison here with MSW Lounge in the beautiful Austin, Texas. It's been great outside this weekend. Hope you guys have been enjoying the little break from some of the cold, but we are back to a um, lower temperature today, so you can cuddle up and listen to us. I don't know why I just gave you a weather report, but that's what's been happening in Austin, Texas. <laughs> um, so this episode was such a fun one. We had a new type of guest on this week, but before I introduce you guys to her, as always, we are brought to you by MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. We provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there's a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is sponsored by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. Last but not least, this podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Okay, guys, our guest for this week is Zoe Welch. She is so cool. I loved getting to meet and talk with her. She's a good friend of Baldo's and she's a dance instructor. She is also a yoga instructor. (laughs) So we have a lot of yogis on this podcast, but I loved getting to talk to her about dance and how it's impacted her life. And she just had a really cool story about growing up mindfully with her family and um, always kind of being in her body because of her dance background and, and her yoga instruction and she's just really chill really fun we talked a lot about good music with her before and during and after (laughs) this recording uh so i think you guys are gonna love her she's she's great so here is zoe welch on the how do you health podcast cool well welcome to the how do you health podcast uh we're here live from msw lounge the actual lounge part Today, we're going to be talking to Zoe Welch. She's uh, one of my favorite people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I remember the first day I met you, I think you were waiting around in the lobby just because, for whatever reason, I think either you were interviewing that day or something like that. Yeah. And we just gave each other a big hug. Like yeah. that, and that was like, sweet, I like this person already. And uh, so Zoe is a yoga and dance teacher. We're going to be talking a lot about dance because anytime you follow her on Instagram, she's always talking about dance and putting dance 
highlights and all the all the great stuff. Yep. And then of course we got Nurse Doza over here. We're always going to talk vitamins. We actually have a drip going yeah. today, so we'll talk about what's in there and how it affects health. Um, but uh, yeah, how do you health? And uh, I'm Tex Mex Yogi, so let's get started. You're actually first one in a while we've had a IV. We used to yeah. have it as a running thing. Like this we is would, like the setup. Well, we we ask people like, do you want an IV while we do the podcast? And so yeah. people are like nah. But like the first, I don't know, there's a time frame for like two months straight. People are like, yeah, I want that. Like, yeah, yeah I want it. You know, and like, why, cool. Yeah. <laughs> we did a whole podcast over there in the corner on yoga mats. Yeah. In like lotus position, with four of us all having like IVs at the same time, and they were just we we start with the conversation turned about like what's in the bag. So if you want to know, um, you have. You have a lot of B vitamins, like B5. Yeah. There's a, uh, a heavy dose of B5, which is very calming. Mm -hmm. So it should, like, make you very chill cool. and relaxed. And then, um, you know, I was talking about the vitamins in here that boost right. my serotonin. Well, the one that's my favorite is P5P. It's vitamin B6. Okay. And um, that's what boosts serotonin and dopamine. And I put glutamine in there. I know I wanted right. to have it in there, but I put glutamine in yours. Okay. Because the glutamine with the P5P makes GABA. I don't know if you ever heard of something no, like GABA. Haven't. So GABA is like the one neurotransmitter that um, causes you to activate parasympathetic response. Wow. Yeah. So like out of all the neurotransmitters that are out there, like the one that really activates parasympathetic uh, response is GABA. And we don't typically have enough of it in our bodies because yeah. we're always sympathetic mode. Like I'm sure you could talk about that. But um <laughs> The other thing that I put in there too was a little bit of B12, just yeah. because, why not? And then um, I put some B complex because it's good for adrenal support. Nice. Yeah. So, Thanks. Yeah. So that's why I said between all that, you're probably going to be happy and maybe just chill at the same time. But you took a bliss shot as well, and then you're drinking. She did all did the you things. Have this too? I did she all had the, the ketones. Yeah. Did you do the ketones? Did you fill anything with the ketones? Yeah. Cause I I, I, I told I Baldo well I just walked in here as a zombie and I told Baldo my brain is turning on right now so I could feel like a little bit of energy right here I know some people like I was seriously so hazy when I I don't know why like I just this whole morning I've been like not on well she was like I don't really need that and then I was like just take no I told him I told him I know that's gonna turn my brain on and I don't want my brain turned on today <laughs> <laughs> I've taken I've taken my uh, my blood sugar pills. I've taken vitamin D, omega three. I've taken Bliss. I've taken this drink. I did. We took the we took the, the, the ketones, the calm. The oh, I took the calm too. We got a new one that's calming. I have some some brain focused nootropics over there that I can't yeah. wait to take too. I'm just like it's weird. Like people, oh, I took my immune ones too. Oh, yeah. So people were like, here, take this. Like, give me, give me, give me. Like you see my desk going. Look at all my vitamins. Do you even vitamize, bro? Yeah. So we do that. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, welcome to our world. Yeah. Good to be here. So, do you vitamize? <laughs> I, I do now. <laughs> well, tell us about tell us about your world. Tell us about the world of dance. Um. Oh man. So I grew up just making little dances in my living room with my sister. Um. And I think eventually my mom. Now? And no, no. Okay. This is before before Instagram and YouTube. Back in the day when we were you mean little, with the big, little the big camera that you'd hold on your shoulder. <laughs> oh yeah. Actually, my dad had one. He actually pulled out some really good footage. Nice. Uh, yeah. I don't know where he found it, but he got it switched to. I Maybe guess. we can tag that on the. He got it from Beta. He yeah, we, it from Beta. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta reach out to my dad see if he can pull it up, share it with you guys. Um, just I mean, hours and hours of footage of my sister. Who we need to get on the, the podcast too, right? Yes, yes, we do. Awesome. I actually brought. This is the latest, the latest uh, collateral that my dad and my sister made for the Soul Seed. 
Um, so what is soul seed? So my dad, so I grew up dancing and my dad was teaching yoga. So I grew up with movement, um, fitness, wellness as, as a young kid. And, um, my dad was always inventing things. One of the things he invented most recently is the soul seat. So it's a chair that's designed to help you move throughout your day. Because um, just sitting in a regular chair for eight hours at a time, his face is lighting up. It's awesome. I mean, you, cool. you would love that. Yeah. yeah. This is badass. We have yeah. a, oh, like a wobble board underneath there. This is way cooler than that. Yeah. You have like a wobble board on top of, with a seat on top of a wobble board on top of this really cool design. Exactly. And those beautiful legs. For, I wish people yeah. could see this, but soul seat. Uh, dot com. Yep. Mysoulseat.com. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. Okay. And on Instagram, mysoulseat. Yeah. So dad was a yogi and um, I grew up dancing. My mom eventually put me into ballet lessons and my dad's rule was, you know, I had to do some yoga stretches before and after these like long ballet rehearsals. Um, and at the time, yoga was like the weird thing that dad did. Um, and now looking back, I'm so grateful I had that in my life yeah. um, because it was some dance-related injuries I had to get surgery for, and it was yoga that really helped me recover um, and get me back on my feet. So, but you still dance? I still dance, um, not as much here. I'm still trying to find my dance crew in Austin, but now when you say dance, dance like what kind of dance? So most recently, I've been teaching hip hop dance, yeah, um, especially after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hat to the side, kind of breaking it down. Yeah, we got the cardboard on the ground, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could get down, but we don't really know what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we just hop that's around. What I'm that's all we do. That's fine. That's fine. As long as I'm enjoying the music. Um, yeah, after after I got surgery on both of my feet, ballet wasn't really a safe option anymore for me, and I'm so grateful that I found this amazing hip hop instructor in LA. Um, Benjamin Allen, Sam Allen, and the whole Groove community just really took me in, and it's where I found, like, my dance tribe um, in adult life, which I what, didn't think was possible in Los Angeles. It's such a competitive industry there. Sure. Um, but Groove 3 is all about inclusiveness, um, making dance access accessible to all ages, all levels. Um, yeah. So how long is a dance session when y'all get together? Um, a dance class is usually an hour. Okay. And then we usually end up like hanging out, going over choreography, just goofing around for, you know, another 30 minutes to an hour. Yeah. That's cool. Once, when you get a bunch of dancers together, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's never contained. Right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so is that like every day or is that once a week? Um, back in LA, I was, you know, teaching a handful of classes every week, um, but they offer classes every day throughout the week at studios all around California and now into the Midwest. So it's expanding, growing. So that expression, yoga every damn day, it's dance every it's damn dance day. dance every damn day, yeah. yeah. I wish I would dance more. I don't get to dance as much. We get to shake here every once in a while just because it's like, oh, it's dead. There's yeah. a good song going on. Well, we have, the, we have the music when you walk in and usually right. we made a rule like play house music or play some kind of dance yeah, yeah. something, right? And so it catches people off guard, but like it gets your body going. I, yeah. I think I read something a long time ago that most dance music has the, the BPMs very mm -hmm. equivalent to where you what's your heart rate at when you're working out, yeah. right? Yeah, and so that's when you find like one of those catchy songs, you find people just like naturally nodding their head. Yeah, you do that in the car? Their shoulders. 
Oh Dance no! Yeah. But me and my car is like full on choreography. <laughs> like, like people are in motor. It's a hazard. People in traffic out here are like just staring at you. Like people are honking. Like, go! It's like no, she's doing something really yeah, yeah. cool over here. What's well, funny to say because there's a lot of people that will say like I don't really like house music or whatever, but then they're in here and they're like. I really like this. And this yeah. is like, I don't know what you're thinking. About. Whatever song you have at the beginning of your podcast is really vibey. I like um, it. I love it. Yeah, that's uh, freemusicarchive.org. There is an artist the on there um, named Benjamin Banger, and I spliced a couple of his <laughs> songs together. Awesome. Yes, Benjamin Thanks, Banger. Thanks, Benji. Yeah. yeah he's, credited, <laughs> he's credited in every single podcast episode as well. I like yeah. put him in the description. That's well, Jim. we have uh, our creative director, Joy. Her husband, Tyler, is, is a producer as well, and oh, he cool. does a lot of house music. He actually came here a couple weeks ago yeah. and DJed while people were getting IVs and we had a round table discussion with Fun. just clients. He's always, I said, just play house music. Yeah. Just play house music, man. And so he yeah. did. Like, it was awesome. Yeah. And I think he's going to do a theme song for us, too. Yeah, he Love wants to create yeah. our theme song, our official theme song. Yeah, yeah we need nice. that now. Now we're getting yeah. big. Now that we're, what, episode 52 now? 53. 53? Oh, yeah. Oh, you know what's funny? I think the last three or four episodes have all been uh, yoga teachers. Yeah, and that's how we started, too. Yeah. Like the first, the first four, four or five, yeah. like yeah, more yoga teachers. But well, it's because it's like Wonderlust, right? It's such a great community, yeah. and they were all from Wonderlust, actually. Yeah, well, yeah, and you just meet some. Well, some people weren't from Wonderlust, but we met them. No, I'm saying recently. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah they recently all been. It's been you, Kate, Leah. Who are Kate and Leah are my teachers. Yeah, um, they are a big reason why I moved to Austin, and they're a big reason why I stayed in Austin after that move. I so. just so I'm. I feel like I'm still kind of an outsider looking in for sometimes, yeah. even though I've been there and I know like a lot of people at Wonderlust. Um, but when I first got introduced to it, he moved here from Houston and he started doing yoga a couple years ago at Black Swan yeah. in Houston. And then he came here and I was like, so where are you going to do your yoga at? Yeah. He's like, I've been researching and Wonderlust is like the place to go. I was like, all right, no offense, Black Swan. We love y'all. Like he's, I'm still looking at Black Swan yoga right now. Yeah. Uh, logo next to Wonderlust. Yeah, it's Black still Swan. my home. It's like, my it's still home. home. I still go to classes at Black Swan, but, um, but Wonderlust was really interesting because of people like Leah yeah. who have such a incredible resume, right? Like you start talking to them and you're like, what? You did like yoga for Obama? Yeah. Like, that's damn incredible. And then yeah. she just came out with this book. I know. know. Oh, her power book. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. And then, like, you have people like Gustavo, who's been on here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a re- great story with him because, like, it was almost the first time we cried on a podcast oh, because yeah. he shared his background yeah. about where he grew up and, you know, all the things that involved him and his personality and, you yeah. know, basically discovering who he was. And what I've learned from all the podcasts with all the people from Wonderlust is that yoga is like the centerpiece of what actually defines you. Uh, as a teacher, but as a person, it's one part of the bigger piece, right? Oh, sure. All of y'all are so different. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And right. I think that's what makes the community so special is, I mean, all of the instructors are so well qualified, and trained and knowledgeable. Um, but yeah, we all have something different to offer. And I think that's why you can feel that vibe. It is a community. It's a family. Everyone is welcome. So when do you normally teach at Wanderlust? Because I, I is it nighttime, afternoon? It is all over the place. Yeah. So I'm um, primarily up at the new domain studio. Okay. Up north. Yeah. If you way ever make up, way up there. Yeah. So far. South Waco. I'm not going up there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love you, but I'm not going to go because Mopac they, sucks. Mopac sucks. Not always. 
Not right now. That's why I when I yeah, yes, it's like one thirty. When I used to, <laughs> why can I leave here at one thirty when I work the front desk? <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm gonna schedule myself so I can leave between one thirty and two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you have to dance. Yeah, you, you get your whole choreography like in because you are sitting there for an hour on Mopac. You're like, I can go through a whole dance class in my car right now, right? Yeah, or you can listen to a podcast. There you go. So the one thing I always loved about being in Houston is that I could always listen to like at least two songs. Like at any time I like I, I don't drive anymore, but when I used to drive, it would upset me if I couldn't like listen to a whole a song, song. Or, like or like at least one song. And it's just like, it's not even worth driving if you can't dance and can't sing. Jam out. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to ACL, was it two months ago? Or was it last month? Oh yeah, yeah I heard you there. So like, this guy goes to Justice, right? Like the Justice yeah. Saturday night, complete dance, the lights going off, going crazy. And he's like meditating in the middle <laughs> of the whole show. Can I tell you? I think he might have been meditating when I ran into him. Yeah, he probably already. was. I'm walking... Trying to, I was trying to find some friends at, um, I can't remember what the band was, and all of a sudden I feel this like tug on my ankle, and I look <laughs> down and sitting in lotus pose. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Go join me, and you're like, no, I'm gonna go dance. Yeah, yeah. well, I dance right after that. So <laughs> meditate, meditate every damn day, dance every damn day. We're still working on that, right? Like we, we talked to Kate. Tuesday about it and I actually I went home and meditated I think that night just based off of it like it was late but I told him from day one it's really hard for me to just focus all my thoughts in just one thing because I didn't know how to meditate it was more like how do you turn off all those 10,000 voices in your head yeah and I'm like no just focus on one yeah and I was just like okay I'm gonna do it so I put the kids to bed went upstairs and just sat down and tried like I really tried and the biggest thing I noticed is my breathing yeah I'm a chest breather still which is cool. I don't know about that. I like being a, a ab breather. Right, but like that—that's where you're feeling your breath is like that's what it is that you're noticing that like that's big in, in and of itself. Yeah, but I, I thought that meant I'm, but yeah. I'm not releasing something though. I thought that's what it, what it means. Like if I'm a chest breather, maybe. Yeah. Well, it probably doesn't help your the solar. Is that the solar plexus? No, it's lower. Yeah. Lower. What's this one? Is it I mean, just heart? It's close to your throat chakra, but yeah, heart chakra. Okay. I don't remember. I'm not the person to talk to about yeah. chakras. To be so how do you, how do you how, what do you do to manage your like um, your everyday life and? I try to meditate every morning. Um, like right there when you get up. Yeah, because otherwise it's. It, I mean. So instead of making the bed, you're like, I'm gonna meditate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sit up, meditate. No, does back. Your, does your bed get made? Oh yes, oh. every every morning. Yeah, nice. meditate, make the bed, coffee, um, and then off to the studio. That's badass. So what time do you get up in the morning? Seven. Yeah. Not like 4.30 like this guy? No. You know what this guy told me this morning? morning? For the most part. So he comes downstairs this morning because he's our roommate. And uh, my kid, well, we have an eight-month-old. We have a three-year-old and an (laughs) eight-month-old. And so, like, uh, he woke up, I think, at four or five in the morning like he always does. And my wife and I are just kind of, like, walk around in days, kind of like what Allison was talking about, just kind of like a zombie for a second. And he comes back and goes, dude, I slept so good last night, <laughs> deep sleep. And I was like, shut up, dude. Like, I don't even talk to him about that shit. And I know he's waking up at like 4.30 in the morning meditating for like an hour or whatever he does. Then he starts his day. Yeah. I'm like, I can't do that right now. I'd like to. Yeah. It's just not there yet. Yeah, which is fine. So he comes out with this big smile on his face and everyone else is kind of like grumpy and like moving around. Well, I know it's because he meditates all the time. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, it helps your sleep so much. 
Yeah. Legs up the wall helps sleep too. That does, yeah. Well, see, I'll do that. I'll nice. do that. Well, anytime I work yeah. out, I'll do legs up the wall. Like, awesome. all the time. Yeah. Like, I'll try to do 10 minutes if I can, and right. if I have enough time, 10 minutes of Savasana after that. Cool. So yeah. everyone's over there pumping iron, and I'm over there in the corner with the legs on the wall and doing dead man's pose. Yeah. And I wake up the yoga stone. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just that little bit it makes all the difference. Oh, it's so awesome. I, I've i been so impressed with what yoga's done for me up here, like yeah. mentally. Um, like we were talking today, when we were listening to that conversation on the way here about depression uh, on the radio and like PTSD and all that, and they were just talking about medications and medications, yeah. and it's just like, and I was thinking to myself too, you probably were too, like I wonder if they meditate. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wonder if that would help them. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. Part of the part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I I felt grounded, and yeah. I think that's the hardest thing in life. Like we were talking about parasympathetic. Yeah. I I'm rarely in parasympathetic mode nowadays. Yeah. Because you know, business owner, it's not it's not the easiest yeah, thing to do. Yeah, got a lot going on. Yeah. But I I hear about stress from yogi teachers because you have to teach like 20 classes a day, and you drive across town traffic to go teach another class right right and you're always go 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 right and i'm assuming that y'all do other things besides just meditate and yoga like what else do you do do you eat right yes yeah as much as i can well, what's mm-hmm. your diet like um so i like i mentioned coffee which is the morning this i'm trying to she's a black coffee uh no i like a little bit of almond milk yeah yeah um and then the rest of the day it's Honestly, whatever my body is craving, which because I focus on giving it um, healthy, clean food, like that's what it craves. Yeah. Um, for a while, when I was living in LA and was on the go from class to class, teaching 21 classes a week, I couldn't always make myself healthy, fresh food. And I started to grab for a lot of high in sugar protein bars and sugar is what my body started to crave was able to cut that out after realizing that, you know, how it was affecting my body negatively. Um, and now you know, my body craves vegetables. It craves green juices and whole grains and fruit. Um, so yeah, I usually have a salad with some protein for lunch. Blenders and bowls makes an amazing bowl that I love. Without acai, add in some peanut butter. Um, and then for dinner, it's usually, again, veggies and only protein. So what's your favorite vegetable? That's a tough question. I love carrots. Yeah? Yeah. Like little baby carrots or the big long carrots that like have still dirt on them and everything? I love little baby carrots. I love carrot juice. Yeah? Yeah. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, carrots is a good way to get a, a natural tan. Did you know that? Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah. My friends actually were juicing for a while and <coughs> I guess someone got a, like a large order of carrots and so for a week they were all just drinking mass amounts of carrot juice and they all started getting this amazing glow yeah and kind of looking like they'd been it's beach. it's technically overdosing on beta carotene yeah, yeah. it is which turn orange yeah that's what it yeah. is yeah beta carotene is a big reason why i started like taking more just like focusing on more vitamin a yeah. because it actually helps reduce acne as well and that's uh-huh. always been a big issue for me interesting but, yeah. nice so what else? What else do you like? Do you like Brussels sprouts? I love Brussels sprouts. I actually made Brussels sprouts last night. Yeah. Yeah. Still can't get behind them. But I'm. I'm it's funny you mentioned the whole like not craving sugar. I crave sugar. Yeah. But since I stopped eating as much of it. Right. 
my taste buds have changed. And now yeah. I tried Brussels sprouts recently as much as I hate it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's not as bad as I thought it was <laughs> back in the day. Yeah. So that's what you're on. <laughs> what did you ask yesterday? You asked, oh, he went to a, a this place that had uh, barbecue they were serving. Like, they were like, I don't know. Yeah. It's a dry rub. It was, it was dry rub. Ooh. And the funny thing is they didn't make their own rub. They just got it from something else. And he's like, does it have sugar in it? And the guy's like, oh, yeah. It has lots of sugar in it. Yeah, I bet. And if you go to, like, the deli section at your produce, like, they have the fresh cuts. Yep. And everything in there has sugar in it as a rub. Yeah. Even, like, some of the chicken. Because it's addicting, right? And it's like, when you want more. And then you order more. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the problem we have in this country. Yeah. Sugar so, is the current epidemic for sure. I, I would think so. Because yeah. it's in everything. It's hidden. Like, when you did your sugar-free diet, which I think you're you still doing I'm a sugar-free diet. I, I, just, I, I, it's, it's not going to change anymore. It's just, it's not. Yeah. Like, I don't. He would come home and be like, Everything that everything. does have sugar is way too sweet now. Like, added sugar. Yeah. Um, My mom does that. My mom doesn't do sweets or sugar. And now, like. Yeah, anything with the slightest hint of sugar, she can taste it and just can't do it. Because even, even our drink that has stevia, it's oh, different. Yeah, is it too sweet for you? Um, sometimes it is. Like today it isn't. But sometimes I'll have it and I'm just like, whoa. And, and, but I also drink this daily because it is yeah. a multivitamin, right? But um, So I'm used to it. But every once in a while, I'm just like, whoa, like that just hit me. Like maybe for whatever reason. It's not, definitely not today. Um, but yeah, it, it happens even with this sometimes. Yeah. And it doesn't have a lot. Yeah, we have a buddy who, he does uh, the keto diet. Yeah. And he says he wonders if it knocks him out of ketosis. Oh. And I, I don't know, maybe for him he's just extra sensitive to it. Because he doesn't even eat fruit. He's like, I don't even wow. eat fruit. Well, keto doesn't allow for fruit. Yeah. I mean, if you're doing strict keto, you can have 20 grams total of carbs a day. Like, active carbs. So, like, one apple is, like, 19 grams of sugar. So, that'll kick you out of ketosis. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I was, uh, when I was doing keto, the only carbs I was really getting was, uh, plantain chips. That's not keto. You were kick- getting kicked out of keto. Well, because bananas have a lot of sugar, which is why... And plantains are high carb. But every yeah. time I measure, I was in ketosis. Like, it was I crazy. think you're just really good at synthesizing carbs. I don't, I don't think I am. That's the problem I have with the blood sugars. That's why I'm doing this freaking water diet next week. Because I think I have a genetic issue. Oh, we're doing I water I can't fast. metabolize. Six water days. fast? Six days. Whoa. Do you want to join? I, I, what's involved in the water? <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's, it's the cheapest diet you're ever going to do. You just drink water all day and For don't eat days. anything. That's the way John tried to sell it to me, too. He's yeah. like, oh, it's so cheap. <laughs> yeah, it is. You yeah. just drink water all day. He did it uh, early this year. Yeah. How'd you feel? Amazing. Really? So good, and it healed my knee. Were you able I think to do yoga? I did do, do yoga. Yeah. I mean, light. I didn't do yeah, anything. No. I wasn't. I wasn't going to like power classes. Right. I actually no. I did go to a couple power classes, but halfway through, I just like I'm shavasana now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I could feel my heart rate like raising way too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm done. So yeah. I can't. But, I can't work out, right? Well, you can, but just be aware of that, right? Like, because like I did it. Like I went to a power class and then it's like halfway through I'm like okay that's I'm good because I, I, I don't need more or I, and I maybe could have pushed myself we had this one guy who also did a water fast dude right and he mm-hmm. talked about how he went and did a 10 mile run like on day 5 oh, of yeah. his water fast and he was like and I felt great and I was like I guess you know I don't for me, just from what, how I felt in a power class, I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not yeah. gonna push it more. I know, <laughs> I would like not. I would like need to go for walks. Not I have like, a feeling I'd like pass out. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, like I want to pass on that. So he was telling me he was doing this, and, and I remember I would like look at him the first couple of days and ask him like, Hey man, like how do you feel? 
and he's like, oh, I have tons of energy. I'm sleeping great. I was like, all right, cool. And then like day four, he come up. Like, how do you feel? I feel great. And I remember he was up at the front one time around day six, and he has these bags under his eyes, like really bad. And people coming in, they're like, dude, you look like shit. Like, what are you doing? He said, oh, I feel great. I'm doing a water fast. Yeah. Like, I felt great. I know yeah. I did because I could see in the mirror that I was like, <laughs> looked drained. But yeah. mentally, I was like focused, and I just felt great. My knees started to feel better. He, was tell- he told everyone he- that he did it for his knee pain. And everyone just heard it as, Oh, you're gonna lose a lot of weight because you're not eating anything. You're just drinking water, and he's right. like, "I'm not doing it to lose yeah. weight." But they're like, "But you're gonna lose weight, though, right? Like, this is a cool diet." <laughs> and they they still were kind of hesitant. But then I always joke around, and they've heard this before. Um, we measured blood work because you know we're yeah. people of science, and so we measured his blood work, and his testosterone went up 400 points. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. And so that's because he's like, he's like, well, "What does my lab say?" I said, "Oh, nothing." I'm not shalana. I'm like, "But your testosterone went up 400 points." He's like, for real? <laughs> Hell yeah. He goes, my knee feels great, and I'm just full of testosterone now. <laughs> Bam. And, and like he started telling people, right? And and all the clients would come in, especially the ladies would be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to just like not eat. I love food, blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, but he gained 400 points on his testosterone. And their husbands were sitting there like elbowing him like, hey, well, why don't you consider like this diet for a few days? Or something like that? <laughs> and they're like, okay, I'm not doing that. Shit. That's amazing. But I'm, I'm measuring my labs to see if it makes a difference, right? Because yeah. like um, I've been doing ashwagandha and maca. Like, I don't know if you like, so no. there's these, they're, like herbs are uh, really good for adrenal support. Yeah. And in uh, adrenal support, there's this idea that you have to stimulate the organs to produce hormones on their own because like hormone replacement therapy means your organs haven't actually produced any hormones on their own so like the signals from the brain to the organs are basically like non-existent or they're not working so the organs aren't making any estrogen or testosterone or whatever right so then you're just like well i'll just give you what you're missing right i'm a little young for testosterone for my standards like as far as where my labs tell me not to say like you know, a 24-year-old couldn't be on testosterone if they had lower levels. I'm not saying that. But for me and my levels, like, I don't need it just yet. But um, I know I want to try everything I can do to raise it on my own. And right. so, like, if someone tells me to do a water fast for <laughs> testosterone, I'm like, I'm going to consider it. Yeah. Ashwagandha and Maca, uh, we had a client who was doing just that. His levels were the same as his. Huh. As the same as a guy who's taking testosterone directly when I prescribe it to people. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, yeah. just Maca every day or Ashwagandha. And so those herbs stimulate the organs to produce it on their own. But it also stimulates signals up here to go down to the organs to produce on its own too. So like all those herbs are found in a lot of supplements now and people are starting to, you know. Maca's been been considered an aphrodisiac for a long time though. So ashwagandha is a adaptogenic mushroom. And then maca I believe is a root. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that one's been touted as a aphrodisiac for a long time. Because so it, 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 it produces, produces estrogen. Yeah. Well, for women, it produces estrogen right. too. Because <clears throat> the adrenals uh, produce estrogen and testosterone. Yeah. So like, just FYI, like, if you have like a 30-something-year-old female who's like, I'm literally lethargic, I'm not really feeling like myself, and I'm bloated all the time, um, kind of like your metabolism slowed down. Mm-hmm. And if they say like, I have no sex drive... Nowadays, everyone wants to just give them testosterone because, you know, testosterone does that for most people. But I'm like, well, what if you did something to increase your estrogen? Maca would be it. Or Mm -hmm. like uh, dim, which is another herb. Right, because testosterone is not going to make you feel like more like a woman. 
Well, here's the thing. Like, you make some testosterone. I make some estrogen. But that doesn't yeah. mean I necessarily need to give you testosterone and I need estrogen. Right. Right? It's more like, well, what do I need in order to make me feel like myself again? And it could be that it's like, well, maybe it's your adrenals that are shutting down that's producing estrogen and testosterone. Yeah. And so a lot of times we have to talk with people. I'm like, well, if you're stressed all the time, is it the adrenals? Like, right now, I'm pretty sure my adrenals are being, like, this, but I'm trying everything I can to stimulate them, so we're going to test the blood work. Yeah. And we're going to see with this fast what it does to my body. Because the other thing is, his markers for his heart went up. Whoa. So you could tell there was stress that was being placed on the heart because, you know, he was having yeah. to pull a lot of energy in other places in order for his heart to keep up with everything. That makes sense, yeah. Yeah. But I slept awesome. And there was, <laughs> there was nights where I had, like, That's what it comes down to. four hours of, like, deep sleep uninterrupted, like, not even come up. You know, because you wave, you do this all yeah. night long. It just stayed down there the whole time. It was awesome. Wow. Yeah. I don't know if you geek out on like. Yeah. Do you test your sleep ever? Do you know no. about these things? Yeah. No. There's some pretty easy apps to do that. Just you can see it. Yeah. Cool. Is it like with your like Fitbit or smartwatch? You could do that, but there's also uh, um, the phone ones that you just use the microphone and yeah. it listens to your breathing. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it records you at night. Yeah. No, I mean you can just <laughs> I mean you can just turn it off put it on airplane mode so it's not actually like sending that recording to anyone. But it's still recording. It's still recording. It's still recording. Yeah. That's why I could tell when my son wakes up because I'm like, oh uh, it spikes. Like I only woke up at three. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like when I take the vitamins and I notice that my serotonin and dopamine goes up, I'm pretty sure my melatonin goes up because my sleep's like so much deeper. Yeah. Or like if I do legs on the wall, right. like it goes deeper. Mm -hmm. So I think I think I'm always trying to get to parasympathetic mode. I just don't do it. Yeah. Because it's life. Yeah. Life so life. travel. I know you do quite a bit of travel. Right? I do. What are the different reasons you travel for? Um, I love to explore. Um, I think growing up traveling with my parents instilled a crazy travel bug that is still active. Sure. Um, always will be. And I just, I mean, there's so much to see in this world and there's so many people to meet. That yeah. Yeah. And when you travel, do you like to, I mean, besides, do you like to go do adventure stuff as well? Or yes. Do you, or do you keep it like hotels? No, no. I like to be active and explore my surroundings. And when possible, staying at like an Airbnb or with locals is the best, the best way to experience a new city. And can you don't want the five-star Ritz I style. mean, there's a time and a place for that too, <laughs> but yeah. 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 I mean, could you sleep like on the train like he does and just basically like he he'll go sleep on a beach if he needs to i was actually just talking to my sister about this the other day train travel is so much fun yeah there i mean <clears throat> i love there's something i love about the airport but it's hectic right yeah. and like nowadays you're like you're maybe on the flight for like two hours and then you have to deal with getting an uber but train travel is like so chill you get to people watch you bring a couple books. You maybe get some work done. It's like you see your surroundings. Yeah. I don't know. There's something was, I wish it was more about. of a thing here in the in the U.S. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But like in Texas, for example, like we're so far away from everything. Yeah. Like, right. Like you go to the Northeast and you're in Philadelphia and New York in a couple hours. Mm -hmm. Like you can take the trains up here. Here it's like you can't even get anywhere on the freaking Mopac Highway because it's like. It takes you an hour just to get two miles. I know it's crazy. I'm still getting used to it. I like. But LA is this. It can't be. Uh, you think this is worse than LA? No, no, no. I mean, like 
how vast and big Texas oh. is. Oh, oh like, yeah. You've got to drive hours oh, before yeah. you hit, like, another town. Yeah, and then it's, like, like a small town between, very small, like, cowboy. Have you been to the Bluebell factory yet? No. Oh, man. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of danger, place to go? Brenham, yeah. You can eat all the ice cream you want. It's just, like, five bucks. To, and then you get a tour, and this is how we make the ice cream. And yeah. Oh, or right. you go to the Dr. Pepper Museum. And you can There's go a Dr. Pepper there. Museum? There is in Waco. Yeah, and then you get to see how they make Dr. Pepper, and then afterwards they get you a, you get a, a Dr. Pepper float. Oh. Like with Bluebell ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am down Because it's Texas. Because it's Texas. Wait, did you even hear about Bluebell? There's that thing in LA? Yeah, so actually, my mom is originally from Texas. <laughs> nice. Okay, so that's how you heard about it. Yeah. Oh, so so yeah, I grew up, you, you got some Texas. I got right? some Texas, yeah. Awesome. So I grew up visiting grandparents' farm in Dimmit, Texas, up in the Panhandle. Oh, oh, that's Texas, Texas. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's Y'all didn't know. I'm real Texas. Yeah. Y'all are city slickers over that's here. Awesome. She grew up. Yeah, y'all are city. Y'all are city. That is <laughs> awesome. Yep. Population, like, what, 500, 1,000? Oh my, my, yeah, my grandma used to tell a story of how, I mean, back in the day, the town was on just one side of the street. So if they went to, like, the big city and, like, maybe met some boys... They would tell them, like, oh, yeah, come visit us. they give them the address of, like, an odd-number house, Three. which would be on the other <laughs> side of the street. They'd come to town, and, like, obviously there was, like, nothing on that side. That's cool. Yeah. Like, your address is 3 Main Street. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. You know that one red light? Like, it's right after that. <laughs> <laughs> that one. The one down. See, like, my high school was, like, 800 graduating class. Yeah. You know, which is, I still meet people that I didn't know I graduated. I'm like, what, really? Well, and you got like a small town like that where like everyone grew up with each other. It's like a class of like 10. Yeah, you know, everybody. Wait, so you were, was your dad military? No. Um, dad is a yogi and teacher and musician. Um, and my mom um, is a professor and writer. So we traveled mostly for my mom's stuff. Um, she would have like guest professorships at different universities, which is why we lived in Sweden for a little bit. That's cool. Um, went to so what, what does she teach? Yeah. Um, mostly religious studies. She also taught women's studies. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all are pure Californian, man. All hippie out there. <laughs> so actually, I'm the only one that went to California. Um, we were born in Massachusetts, and then we moved to Missouri for my mom's job. She worked at the University of Missouri. And then I moved out to California for college. Yeah. And was there for 13 years. Yeah. Damn. All the family is... You're all over. All over. That's cool. Yeah. Here I'm just like, born and raised a Texan, gonna die a Texan. That's rad. That's <laughs> a cool town. I'm cool with it. Yeah. At least I'm in Austin. Yeah. No offense, I've lived in Dallas and San Antonio. He's from Houston. I don't know. Houston's cool. Dallas is alright. Yeah. Austin's pretty badass. Austin's rad, yeah. I mean, that's here. why you moved here, right? Yeah. How long have you been here now? I've been here a year. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. That's cool. Wait, so what was, like, the thing... I know you said one of your teachers kind of inspired you to move yeah. here, but, like, were you thinking of leaving California before you came here? What was no, that whole story? never. I thought I was going to die in <clears throat> California. So um, what was that whole... I moved here for a guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but you meant the past tense. Yeah, past tense. <laughs> um, yes, I actually... This is a funny story. So I was teaching a dance class in Malibu at this women's empowerment camp. Um, and after a dance class, this amazing woman came up to me and was complimenting my energy in the dance class. And, um, 
basically said that I needed to meet her son and that I was going to be her future daughter-in-law. I was like, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> Let me meet your son. Um, well, fast forward a couple of months, he and I met, hit it off. We started dating long distance. Um, he had lived in LA for a time, but had moved his business here and I ended up moving. That's so, cool. Yeah. So that's what brought me here. But um, leading up to my move, I wanted to make sure that the yoga and dance community here would be something that, you know, would fulfill me. And checked out Wanderlust because I was familiar with Wanderlust festivals yep. and Wanderlust yoga in Hollywood. Um, and I walked into the Wanderlust studio downtown and Lizzie B greeted me and immediately I was like, ah, oh, this girl's rad. Like, I could get yeah, down with her. She's one of my favorites. Yeah, she's yeah. amazing. Um, and... And then the class that I was going to be taking was with Kate. So Lizzie gives me the tour of the studio, brings me back um, to the studio where class was going to take place and introduces me to Kate. And Kate and I immediately kind of look at each other and realize, like, we've met before. And we couldn't figure out exactly where we'd cross paths, but we figured it must have been back in San Francisco when she was teaching for Yoga Works and I was taking classes at Yoga Works. Um, Yoga Works is where I eventually ended up getting my first... 200 hour certification down in Los Angeles um, and it was after that I was like okay I could do a 300 hour teacher here teacher training here and like have that be my intro to the Austin yoga community and it ended up being it's now where I work full-time and it's my community it's my Austin family and yeah and yeah. you did 300 hour uh, with Audrey as well right yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. that's cool yeah. well you know Audrey worked here with us I know right? yeah we remember seeing her go through that. She yeah. would do classes here. This used to be like a yoga studio. I remember yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, and so she would teach classes like oh. Wednesday and Friday afternoon. Amazing. And so I would like basically get done with everything, and then yeah. we would take a class with her I after we, and we always wrapped it up. It was perfect. Yeah. Like, it was awesome. And I could see her getting better Aww. and better as the training went through. Yeah. And it was really cool. Uh, and, That's right. You know, she kind of like. I guess harnessed her skills a little bit here for with sure. us and it gave her the confidence, you know, because I don't think you get a chance to really do more than just a few classes during training, right? Just to actually teach. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty Not on even the a whole class, it's like a few. Yeah. yeah, you're doing like practice teaching sessions, but like with your fellow trainees. Yeah. So, yeah, getting the opportunity to actually teach humans, especially people that you don't know. No. That's, yeah. Yeah. Thing. I thought that was cool, oh, and then yeah. and then now she's in Colorado. Yeah, like spreading love, doing more yoga poses on mountains and stuff like that. Yep. Do you do that too? Do you do that for social media? Yoga, yoga poses. poses on mountains. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like in general, like a, you do yoga poses in all your your posts. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, when I travel, I do yoga poses on mountains, and I don't do yoga. <laughs> <laughs> but why do you do it? Because of him. No, just because, like, I'll, I'll, like, my friends are like, oh, you should take this fitness picture here. Hey, do Warrior too. It looks cool. And I'm like, I'm doing this so wrong, but sure. It for the post it it's yeah. turned into a thing, like, on my personal account, I'll post me, like, doing a really bad reverse Warrior 3. <laughs> and I'm just like, hashtag yogi, hashtag yoga lifestyle, come see my comedy show tonight. Like, I can't do Perfect. those. Like that. <laughs> yeah. It's so dumb. That's awesome. <laughs> it's the best. I love doing yoga poses. And the more dangerous they are, the biggest, the better for me. Like I just, it's like just I like do them on word, like I can actually fall, and then like that, that's fun for me. Yeah. So I got a story about <laughs> that. So, so ACL, we got a chance to go on the headliner stage. Yeah. Right? Oh my god. And we basically did not get invited back onto the stage because 
the stage manager <laughs> caught him doing handstands before the, the before concert Travis started. Before Scott went out. Yeah. So Ooh. it was funny because, like, he was there. It was like, there's no higher access we could have gotten as yeah. far as where we're at. We were freaking on the stage, on ground level with the production. Shaq's walking by us, you know? And like, oh, my God, this is awesome. And, like, Alice is with us. Brooks is with us. We're, we're, I mean, Brian's with us, too. And we're all sitting there. And he looks over at me. We're smiling, thinking about what we've done. And he goes, hey, man, I want to really do a handstand. <laughs> and I was like, of course you do, man. Of course you do. Of course. I mean, how many chances are you going to get to and do a handstand? Because the crowd's going, like, the, the crowd is, like, anticipation is just, you can feel it, right? <laughs> Everyone's chanting. They've got the lights on. The smoke's starting to come oh out. Oh, my goodness. And he just looks at me. And I was like, what are you waiting for? Just go do it then. So sure enough, no one's been around us for a while, right? right. Shaq hasn't been around us. No, it's just us by ourselves. <laughs> he does a handstand for literally three seconds. The manager walks by and goes, this is a, that's an easy way to get kicked off my stage right there. And I was like, crap. God dang it, dude. I was like, I can't take you anywhere, dude. Like, honestly. The one, the, okay, to clarify too, the stage manager was this guy that looked like he was in a war zone. Legitimately, yeah, he was wearing all camouflage. I would not be surprised if he had a gun strapped on his back. Like, And no offense, because he's a cool guy. He's a he cool guy. He was a really cool guy. He was really cool, but also really the cool. one thing he said to us was, stay here and don't, don't leave do this it. section. And Jabaldo just like hops up and does a handstand in the middle of the thing. But then he was like, make sure you take a photo of for the gram. I was like, God dang it. And sure enough, he did it. I told him, I was like, was it worth it? He was like, oh, hell yeah, dude. Like, did you get a good shot? And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it was it was nuts. And so then after that, you know, of course, we, we leave the stage and we go into the, the crowd. doing it for the grand. But that's the thing. Everywhere we've gone, he's always like, I should could do a handstand here. <laughs> like, we went to our friend's house in Barton Creek. Beautiful, like, infinity pool overlooking the green belt. And there's a couple of little places to sit in the water. And he hands the phone to someone. Hey, Joy, can you take a photo of me doing a handstand? And so he does a couple, you know, warrior poses. And he does yeah. a handstand. And I'm just like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And he's like, well, why not? Why wouldn't I do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I was like, cool. So now he's got me doing handstands all the time. I love it. Yeah. And so my kid. Do handstands all the time? Yeah. No, I, I'll, I do something a little different. What do you do? I'm kind of more like, we should do a dance video here. Nice. Ah. We yeah. should totally do a dance video. But what the? Yeah. My, my dance is gonna be like up and down. You know, maybe. That's fine. You do you. Maybe the tootsie roll or something. I'll <laughs> yes, bring that <laughs> <the> tootsie roll. <laughs> I don't even know if the kids know what the tootsie roll is. They probably don't. I don't know what it is. Let's bring it back. Oh, <laughs> we gotta teach the youths. All right, we'll do it. Well, how did we dance? What would you describe our dancing at Ghostland? Jumping around. Yeah, like you guys said. You just. You guys are fun though. I like, shake. <laughs> That's what I know. You shake. Just, yeah, they just shake. They'll do like a baldo does like the baldo version of the wobble if you know what that is. Yeah. Like you just like lean back and loose arms. <laughs> it's <laughs> not coordinated. Well, one of my own, one of my friends, he would go ballroom dancing all the time. Yeah. Like legitimate dancing, like yeah. anything, like swing, um, salsa. What he yeah. knew all the moves. And the thing is, he took me. There's a place here called Dallas Nightclub. Cool. And every like I think. Wednesday or Friday night, they have like you know uh, dance lessons before the main deal. Yeah. And these are people who actually really know how to dance, and yeah. so they would go out there and they would just dance with as many people as they could. And I told him I was like, dude, I don't really know how to dance this way. I never, I mean, I know how to do salsa, but yeah. not the way we do with your turns and all that stuff. He goes, that's cool. You could freestyle. Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? He goes, well, don't get offended if somebody says we're going to freestyle for you, uh, yeah. with you. That just means, like, you don't know how to dance this way, and you just can do whatever you want. That's so the first person I danced with, like, they started dancing. They're like, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's like, well, we can freestyle. 
I'm like, cool. So I started freestyling, but I was kind of like turned off by the idea that I didn't know how to dance like everyone else. So I was like, I'm just going to stay on the side. Yeah. Because it was like really professional and it was like choreographed. And then you started finding out like there's a whole soap culture. Yeah. There's a huge culture. That was actually, we were required to take some sort of PE class in college and like yeah, Dallas Nightclub was the place where the people that I took that class with, the teacher would always go there. They would do salsa some nights, swing some nights. There's Dallas Nightclub actually got shut down, but what? there's a huge there's a huge ballroom dance. <laughs> DUIs, community. right? Huh? DUIs? Probably. Number there one was, DUI place yeah. like in Austin. Yeah, which is hard to do by the way. Well, when you serve like quarter <laughs> tequila shots or crown and cokes or whatever they do, right? Like, yeah, it's real easy. So But yeah, no, there's a huge like Ballroom dance subculture in Austin. That's really fun. The swing class community awesome. is really big. Are you a part of that now too? I used to. No, I used to do it in college all the time. Like yeah. every Thursday night, I would go swing dancing and country dancing a lot so of weekends. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. We, are, we need to introduce you to our friend Rachel. She yeah. is, oh, Rachel Smith. Yeah. Oh, you guys know each other, I think. Rachel Brooks Smith. She's an actress. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is she in Austin? She's, she's been here a lot. She's been here she's quite here a, a bit. Lot. I don't yeah. know if we could say why, but she goes here quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. yeah she's, um, she's here quite a bit. That's we, rad. We she and I actually know each other through Ben Allen, my friend who founded Group Three. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. She and I did an event together back in LA for, I don't even remember what the thing was, yeah. but yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, we yeah. love her. She's uh, she's awesome. She, I mean, every time she's in town, she'll still text us and be like, hey. Nice. Well, sometimes she'll come and, and hang out just yeah. to talk health as well, and too. And she'll shoot videos yeah, on the boardwalk. You know, she'll do her dance mm -hmm. videos out there. Yeah. It was funny because I actually, I, I met her too. before I knew she was an actress. Mm -hmm. And Wait, I you saw, did? Yeah, I did. I thought I connected you guys. What? Well, no, like <laughs> you did. But I didn't know that she was an, an actress. You just said like, hey, this is awesome dancer. Oh. Like, you know, she comes in and blah, blah. I was like, cool. And so her post was, she was on the boardwalk and she was doing all that. And yeah. she was dancing. I was like, man, she's like really good. Yeah. And then she was like, was it Bring It On or something? She was in one of those, she was in one of those movies that, I don't remember which one. She was in one of those dance It's like movies. one of those, yeah, a spinoff. Yeah, she, like her, like the original movie inspired her to become an actress and dancer. And then she got cast as the lead in the sequel. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so they're like, this is what she does. I was like, oh, well, no wonder she's so good at it. Like, that's so cool. <laughs> So, like, you talk about your videos. She's a health coach, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I kind of knew her was, was she was a health coach. Mm -hmm. And then they're like, oh, yeah, well, she's also a dancer and she's an yeah. actress. And I'm like, that's cool. Everyone from L.A. is, apparently, right? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> at some point. At some point, right? Well, you got you to balance yeah. a bunch of stuff at first, right? Yeah. Because you're, you're trying to make it. Exactly. So you try on a bunch of hats and see which one fits. And then probably service industry. I mean, some yeah. In college, in college I worked at restaurants and, yeah. Yeah, I think everyone should work in the service industry. For Absolutely, yeah. Right? So what do you think? You're almost done with your... Yeah. No, you're good with that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what's your favorite advice you'd like to share for people? Uh, dance. I mean, I used to love teaching kids how to dance, and then I realized kids know how to dance. They know how to play. They know how to have fun. It's the adults that need the reminder to, like... That loose. To be kids. Uh, loose, be kids again. Yeah, have fun, play, enjoy your surroundings. If you see a cool spot, do a handstand. You know, like turn on your favorite song. You're encouraging them, man. You're yeah, good. man. Because I mean, do people smile when he does that? Probably not at ACL on a stage. So he's been told not to. But like at any other venue, right? Like you bring joy to others, and even if for the moment you're just bringing joy to yourself, oh yeah, those vibrations get sent out, and yeah. 
I say, if I look over and I see you in the car dancing, I will smile. Yes. I will totally smile. Because the truth is, like, it's rare nowadays, but I remember I'd always sing at the top of my lung. And I've always said the last thing you can control in this world is the music you listen to in your car. And so if you're listening to your favorite song and you're belting it out at the top of your lungs, no one can really hear you. But then you look over and people are looking at you and they're probably, like, jealous because they're just sitting there. Yeah. And they're like, damn, this person's like super happy. Right. They're probably just looking at their GPS. Yeah. And you're having, nose. Right. <laughs> and you're having the time of your life. Yeah. yeah. Dancing. I, I love it, man. I mean, I, and I remember that. We do that, that all the time. Well, like, we, 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 yeah. we just like crank it up. And... Good. Well, my, our, my son now, he loves Zoo. That's his favorite artist. And so we have a playlist of dance music. It's like Zoo, LCD Sound System, awesome. Ghostland. And he's always wants to dance. So he sits in the back and he's doing like this and all that. So yeah. It's, it's amazing. So he's going to grow up dancing. And of course he does yoga now because this guy. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And he always says warrior. And he you know, sits there and goes like this like all the time. So it's, it's the creative part of us that I think that we forget, you know, that makes us human. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And we need to, we need to practice it and foster that and share it. And yell and scream. And yell. Yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, be human. Be animal. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little, little, little <laughs> sure, chest, yeah. <laughs> chest beat right there. You, yeah. yeah, whatever, right? Yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, where can they find you? Go ahead and wrap it up if you want. But yeah, Baldo, ask her where, you, where to find her. Yeah, where do we so. find you? How do people get in touch with you? Share a message if you yeah. need to. Um, I'm on Instagram at salty.zozo. Um, in Austin, you can come take my classes at Wanderlust Domain. And I'll be announcing some retreats and dance classes in town and soon. So that's exciting. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It was a blast.